American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening and welcome to Tuesday Topics. I'm Paul Edwards and we have uh, many of our usual suspects here. We have our streamer, Mr. Larry Gassman. Hey, Larry. Hi there, Paul. How are you? I am well, thank you. And... We have uh, our, our hand raiser who will be working for the first part of the program, who is our, our regular host. Mr. Rick, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Paul. Thank you. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you. And Rick is going to be replaced for the rest of the show um, by Miss Marianne, who is going to be our host for the rest of the evening. Hey, Marianne, how are you? Hello, Paul. I'm well. Thank you. Excellent. And of course, and I always seem to put him last, and it's really not fair because he is really first in our eyes, Mr. Brian Charlson. Hey, Brian. Hey there, one and all. And uh, I'll do the same for you. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So we have a couple of other people here as well, right? We do. And and we're going to be actually spending a lot of time talking about kind of different aspects of the holidays. So one of the things that I promised in my promo for this evening's show was to give people an idea of what ACB radio and community radio we're going to be doing over the holiday season. And I, we typically try to give folks an opportunity to tell us a little bit about how that's going to go and what's going to happen. And I am overjoyed that we have two of uh, uh, the, the coolest people from ACB radio and community radio that we could possibly get. So to put ladies ahead, uh, we, we have uh, Miss, Miss Cindy. How are you, dear? I'm doing well. Thanks. And, and Cindy has, has all these years of experience now as, as <laughs> membership coordinator and community radio diva. So um, we're, we're looking forward to know how she's going <clears> to <throat> better some of her earlier Christmas and New Year's extravaganzas this year. But we also have one of the, the I guess, fathers of uh, ACB radio with us as well. Mr. Jeff Bishop, Mr. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing great. I uh, love this time of year, so I uh, can't wait to talk about what's happening and what has already happened uh, on ACB Media. So thanks, Paul. Well, that's excellent. Very good. All right. So we're going to start off with that. And um, Cindy, do you want to start by talking about what the community is going to be doing and and maybe a little bit about why the community feels like it's so important to do what we're doing? Uh, sure, I would love to. Uh, so 11,000 uh, events in so far. <clears throat> I would say something's working, and it really is the people that dr- are driving 
the community. And so the reason that things are happening is because people want it. And they're willing to step up and make it happen. Um, yeah, when we started the community and even two years ago, our first Christmas in community, still really new on training hosts and that kind of thing. We probably had about 30 train hosts at that time. We have well over a hundred now that are active and uh, they are what keeps things going. And we are no, no longer just doing things in Zoom, but we're also doing them, of course, on ACB Media, as well as in Clubhouse, which Paul, I am shocked you have not joined the Clubhouse uh, group yet because uh, that is a great way to get word out about what you are doing and so um, Clubhouse is just another great platform it's like taking an air wall down and bringing a whole nother group of people into the room and uh, it's been really successful so this year is our first year really using Clubhouse in the mix with all of our activities. So uh, I will just jump in and say that this will be our third year to have our virtual Christmas tree lighting. And the last two years have been amazing. You can listen to them as podcasts by going to acbmedia.org and just put in Christmas tree or tree lighting and you'll find both of them and they are just really touching uh starts at 6 p.m eastern on saturday on uh christmas eve and uh it will end within an hour it may might end even sooner who knows but as long as people are there and they have an ornament to put on the tree uh we will stay there and let everybody that would like to do that do it and then at the end we will select one person in attendance to actually put the star atop the tree and it's all virtual but it's all amazing and people describe their ornaments that they're putting on the tree and the reason for it and uh, some are heirlooms and some are handmade and some are store-bought but for a particular reason so that is a definite big event for Christmas Eve uh, there's also someone that has stepped forward and is doing Twas the Night Before Christmas at 8 p.m. that night uh, we have uh, weeks four and five of karaoke with a theme of holiday theme nights uh, coming up on the 23rd and 30th. So we've moved them to Friday nights for the last two weeks because of Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. And those have been really successful and you can hear them on uh, ACB Media 5 as well. And just everyone is just coming forward with their holiday music and uh, it's been a real treat uh, tomorrow there's actually an event that was spurred from a discussion yesterday about whether you wrap your gifts or put them in gift bags and this was during our acb presents the daily schedule which we do every morning at 9 a.m with about 70 people in attendance and that is a combined event with community uh, in Zoom and Clubhouse. But anyway, the discussion got to that a lot of people didn't know how to wrap gifts. So 
Kayla, our craftiest of crafters, uh, said, well, why don't I do a call about gift wrapping? So tomorrow at 6 p.m., there will be That's a Wrap. And uh, Kayla and Nancy are going to talk about gift wrapping and techniques. And on Thursday night, there's an event uh, called Just Not Feeling It. So it is for people to get together if they are struggling during the holidays. And we know that there are people that the holidays are a tough time. So uh, this is an opportunity for people to be with others and maybe get a little encouraged and, um, and or not to feel alone. Uh, so those are a lot of the holiday events that I can think of. We've had some over the last week as well around recipes and and uh, this morning some uh, Christmas cookies, sugar cookies were made uh, in Herbie's Cooking Corner. But um, the other thing I wanted to mention is our annual community-a-thon. So this will be our third year. Uh, the first year we raised... Uh, I believe it was $10,700. Last year we raised, I believe, 12400 or 500 I don't remember. We are shooting for 15000 this year. Uh, it will be 12 hours starting at 3 p.m. Eastern, going to 3 a.m. Eastern. And uh, we will have entertainment throughout. Uh, it will all be on ACB Media 5. Uh, Possibly, maybe another channel. Uh, uh, haven't spoken with Rick about whether or not we'll do it on more than one channel. But uh, for sure, on five, 12 hours, it will also be in Clubhouse for the first time, as well as in Zoom. We have different facilitators each hour with different topics uh, driven by the community. So there might be an hour dedicated to peer support calls, another hour to technology, another hour to crafting, and maybe another hour to recipes and cooking and that kind of thing and so on. So um, lots of, and I think the first hour is dedicated to affiliate and ACB committee uh, calls. So people that are holding calls in the given hours can come in and talk about their calls and there will be entertainment. And for every $25 donated, people's name will be put into a drawing for gift cards. And it's just a really fun time. And the first year we did this, Paul, we didn't know how it would go. Thought people would come and go. <clears throat> I will tell you that most people just stayed with us the whole 12 hours. It was amazing. And last year was no different. I um, asked the committee, uh, because there's a subcommittee from the Community Support Committee working on uh, this event and have it pretty pretty uh, tightened up already. But I asked them, do you want to do 12 hours? Maybe, you know, we could do just eight hours. Oh, no, no, no. We want to do 12 hours. So um, that's they're the ones that are driving it. So we're doing 12 hours. That's what we're doing. And it will be a lot of fun. So hoping that uh, people will join us for that. And if you've never been to community, it's a great opportunity to learn about uh, what it's all about. Why? Why has it been a big deal to people? And uh, we know that it is. So, and Paul and will make sure. What's the start time? 
Yeah, it starts what? at 3 p.m. Eastern. 3 p.m. On, Eastern on New Year's Eve. Very so, good. Yep, on the 31st, and it goes to 3 a.m. So we'll take in midnight with our West Coast friends mm-hmm. and then close things up. So I'll uh, be with you all 12 hours streaming it. Cindy. Yes, we're excited. So I'll be talking with you two about some of uh, the needs we might have from you. That's fine. Yeah, just so, let me know. Just, just really know. excited. And and then I'm going to just, uh, I'll step aside and let Jeff talk, but I, I want to acknowledge the uh, work that we that we do with ACB Media. We work hand in hand. They are great partners with community. Uh, I'm greatly, greatly so appreciative of uh, their support of community. And we couldn't have done things like we had the Friendsgiving event, uh, eight hours during Thanksgiving, all on ACB Media in Clubhouse and in Zoom so that no one had to be alone during Thanksgiving. And that's the kind of stuff that happens in community. And so if anybody is listening and is not part of community, doesn't even know what it's about, you can receive our daily schedule. Drop an email to community at acb.org. We'll get you on the list and you can start receiving our daily schedule and join us whenever you can. So thank you. That's excellent. Don't disappear yet. We'll probably have some more questions for you by uh, okay, after I'll, Jeff I'll, is done. But Jeff bet. is going to tell us more about what's going on on ACB Media between now and the beginning of the year. Mr. Jeff. Yeah, you know, we started all the fun. Uh, the, the holidays has traditionally on ACB Media or ACB Radio has always been a very, very special time where a lot of broadcasters come out and they uh, open up their music libraries and and start playing lots of great holiday music and um, pull out all kinds of different genres and, 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 and things that we love from our libraries. And, and people also, you know, make lots of requests and it's, it's, it's loads of fun. Last weekend, we, uh, we had an opportunity, Larry, what was it? Almost uh, 18 hours or so of... of uh, yeah, but almost something like that. Uh, it it was well, I can't. It was actually more than that because it was Saturday morning from seven a.m. to Sunday evening at eleven p.m. Yeah, but there was a little bit of a. Break there was a four-hour break. Yeah. break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it was great, and we had we had um, broadcasters that have been on uh, media in the past, like Debbie Hazelton and and Jason, and of course Larry and John and me and Rick and and, uh, and Jim Pembershire and, and Jason. Rick and Deb, and Jason, of course, Jason. Yeah, Rick and yep. Deb, of course. Mm-hmm. Lots of people. So, if you if you stuck with us last weekend, you would have heard all kinds of music, including live music and and all kinds of fun things. So, on Sunday, we we continued um, airing holiday old time radio over on Treasure Trove or ACB Media Three, and that continues today, and it will continue tomorrow. And there's some very special things coming up, and I'll outline those in just a minute. Uh, what we're trying to do this week is we're airing things. People get a little, um, they, 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 they like us maintaining our schedule. So what we're, what we're doing is we're making sure that we're playing things align in the schedule where possible. It's not always possible, where, but where possible, if there is Christmas or holiday themed episodes that are aligned in the schedule, then we will pick those episodes and play them. Um, that's not always the case, you know, uh, some of the shows never produced any holiday content. And so it's kind of an interesting thing to try to, you know, 
what do we do? Do we do we play that show or do we find a, something else in the slot? And right now we're finding something else to sort of keep with a holiday theme. Now, now on Wednesday nights, we've been doing something pretty special. We're, we're starting to air some modern day drama on Treasure Trove, where we get permission from the copyright holder. And we've done this with things like on Sundays, we, we've been airing the, the Left Behind and the Left Behind Kids series, where we actually got um, the, the permission of the copyright holder, yeah, digital. And uh, I'll tell you what, if we miss an episode of that, I, man, do I hear about it? And I hear about it from, I don't know, five or six people. It's amazing how many people come out of the woodwork. And I even get phone calls about it i don't know it's amazing how people find my phone number on the acb website but that's fine that's perfectly acceptable so um so on wednesday nights we've been uh airing um uh the land of a this is uh this is something that uh anthony has been spearheading and and we're replaying it one last time sort of th- through the 36 episodes and uh but tomorrow night we're going to be airing their version of a Christmas Carol. Now, if you've not heard this, it's it's uh, it's of course a tr- the traditional Christmas Carol with a little bit of a spin to it. And so, um, take a listen to that. And then on Thursday, and by the way, that will air. Um, Treasure Trove is 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 uh, scheduled in a four hour block, and it repeats six times throughout the broadcast day. And uh, we're going to air the a Christmas Carol and a miracle on 34th street together because it's a two hour segment. And, uh, that, that takes us to an hour and 58. So it's pretty close. We tried to find content that, that fit that, that schedule pretty effectively. And, uh, that, that will air in the second and third hours of each of the four hour blocks. So it's one in five and nine, both AM and PM Eastern time that you can listen to that. And uh, that's on. That starts tonight, actually, uh, one a.m. on Wednesday, then five, and then nine, and then one, five, and nine. Okay. Then on Thursday, uh, we're going to be taking the 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 Christmas Carol that you're hearing tonight and and throughout the day on Wednesday, but we have a version of it in Spanish, and oh, we're nice. going to air that. Yeah, and we're going to air that on Treasure Trove. Now we have not done. Christmas programming in Spanish before, so this is going to be a little unique. And we we did air this last year, but we never put it on Trove, so we're going to do that uh, on Thursday night, and that's going to air at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so we'll interrupt the the normal block of time that we have uh, Treasure Trove scheduled for. So some of you will miss, you know, things like the Whistler and things like that that are aired on Thursdays. Um, but other, other than that, uh, we'll return the, you know, back to regular programming, uh, you know, after that, after that airs. Then and this, on the Spanish uh, version is about an hour. Is that correct? It's seventy minutes. Nice. It's seventy minutes. <laughs> yep. And and then and then what we're going to do is we're going to air seventy-two hours of Christmas. So we're going to start uh, on the twenty-third, and we're going to air. Um, and it's not going to, we're going to try to not repeat. In fact, Larry, you and I should talk. Um, cause I have, I have a plan, but I want to run it by you. So, um, we're, we're going to air 72 hours of, of Christmas. We're going to go 23rd, 24th and 25th. And you're going to hear stuff that that's familiar, you know, um, but we're also going to try to dig stuff up that, that is not so familiar. And, and, um, it's all going to be stuff from, you know, 
uh, our classic libraries and and we're going to try to even uh, come up with some some maybe even some modern stuff to sneak in there too. So it I have a ton a of it. Of so I'll show it to you. I have a ton of that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'll um, I have a ton too, but okay. but uh, we should talk just to make sure we're yep. getting the the best jewels there. <clears throat> yep. So so we'll be working on that. That's the that's the plan for Wednesday and Thursday to get all ready for that, and that will air Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then on uh, so those of you uh, be be warned, Left Behind will not air on Sunday because that's not Christmas related. At least, well, so, sort of, it's not. Uh, uh, there's a Christian <laughs> theme running through, but that's about as close as it gets. That's as close as it's yes. going to get. So you're going to miss it. So sorry, but it is Christmas. So go open up presents, please. Uh, and spend time with your families. Don't call me. <laughs> but because uh, but, uh, honestly, I'm not going to be answering the phone on Christmas Day. Um, I, my, my son's coming in from Arizona and we're going to be spending time with him. So, um, and, and, then, um, and then, of course, we're doing the, uh, the 12 hours uh, of, of New Year's on, on Community. And uh, that's happening, of course, New Year's Eve, and and I'm hugely excited about that. I've done that before mm-hmm. with community, and uh, I've done that a couple of times, I think. So we're we're you know excited about that. Um, and so if anyone has any specific uh, things that they want to get aired as part of the 72 hours of Christmas, and you have a favorite, or you want something you know that you think we'd like to hear, um, send it. Send it. Um, to support at acb.org that's probably the best way way, because i don't think we can give out other addresses that are i don't think we're allowed to do that so um i i I think that's probably the best the best place to to get it and one of us will pick it up and make sure we get it and if we have it in our library we'll do our best to get it into rotation uh no promises but we will try so that's that's what's coming up s-u-p-p-o-r-t at acb.org that's correct paul Yep. Very good. So yeah, Very so that's good. what's coming up in the next few days. And uh, we're excited. That's good good times to uh, tune in all across ACB Media. And then Rick, one quick question. Rick, are we going to re-air I was just shows? about to mention that. Yeah, we, we, I think we are, right? Rick and I have talked about it. And, yeah. yeah, we're going to re-air some of them, Jeff. And um, this is yes. the, the show is from also, last weekend that we did, yeah. Yeah, shows from last weekend, and I I may want to do a um, something that I'll just drop in live, but we'll we'll talk okay. about that later. Okay. But yeah, and on Friday we're going to do a three o'clock Friday afternoon. Um, I believe on ACB Media Two, um, we're going to have Santa Claus coming by. Um, oh, that's right. I was wondering if we were doing that again. Yeah, we're we're doing it. Um, I would, with budget cuts. I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to make it this year. <laughs> it's half a sleigh. Mrs. Claus will be here after after we do uh, Elf on a Shelf. Uh, okay, all right. And also, Rory Hoffman's going to do his Twelve Days of Christmas, uh, where he plays. Rory is a, a blind gentleman who plays twelve different instruments. Throughout. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's amazing. He's yes. amazing. There's, there's he is amazing. A, yeah, there's amazing. Video, there's a video to go with it, and the video for those of you um, who have some vision, the the video is absolutely hysterical. So, um, so we'll be playing the video as well. So, anyway, so we're we're excited about that, and uh, tell, tell yeah. me more about this Elf on the Shelf stuff. I don't, I don't know anything about this Elf on the Shelf. You don't know what the Elf stuff. on the Shelf is? I do not. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cindy, he's obviously not had kids. Right? No, exactly. Because Elf on the Shelf is in most Maybe they were homes just older. in America. And yeah. yeah and the, the idea behind it is it's a little elf guy, or it could be a, an elf. Elf girl, female. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and an elfette. elf finds her way yeah. somewhere. A short, a short person. Yeah, it's pretty small, but they find their way somewhere in the house, and then the kids have to find them. And they might be found in a potted plant, or they might be uh, found hanging from the chandelier, or uh, and often uh, they bring little gifts, candy, or, you know, huh. whatever the family uh, and they're, traditions they're, they're are. They're crafty and buggers. Because they they, they are. Too. They do, yeah. and they hide, and yeah. the kids have a great time looking for them, and it's a and big they deal. they report directly back to Santa. To Santa, if, if, if uh, children are not being uh, as they should, behaving. So they're, they're Santa, they're Santa spies. You know, there's a conspiracy theory behind everything. Including something. <laughs> There's something special about the elf on a shelf, though, and that is that the children cannot touch it, right? Like, if the children touch it, then the magic of the elf goes away. Stops. Yeah, that's right. No. Yes, that's that. I, I I heard about this a couple of years ago. That uh, the rule is that if the child of one of the children touches the elf, then there are consequences to. Uh, I think he makes exceptions it. for blind children. I Does was he? hoping. Oh, I was hoping. I do. I well, think no, so. No, but the, so. the, 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 goal, the, the elf cannot be moved. See? Yeah, they cannot they be moved. The, That's the, the, true. The problem, the problem is, is that the children move it, and then the parents can't find it, you see. Yes, so exactly. That, so yeah. oh, so it's okay to touch it, but you cannot <clears throat> move it. You cannot move it from its yeah. place. He's an accessible elf. That's oh, right. Accessible yeah. elf. You just cannot yep. move it. Just cool. do not Sometimes move it. families have multiple elves. Um, they 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 have friends and they they come in and well, that'd uh, be elves or elves elves I, 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 elves, uh, I guess it'd be elves Sorry wouldn't it that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness some of them are making keeper cookies <laughs> yes absolutely yes. those elves I knew about <laughs> yes I do too I didn't know about elf on the shelf I'm sorry I'm with Paul. I the kid yeah, well, I, yet I, again. Mary, Marion, thank you. I, I, I feel so much better now. Yeah, it's okay. Now we need you to gotta, go you to got, you and see if we can get some sponsorship money after this. You gotta be careful so, with this elf on a shelf thing because if you have, say, you know, a a, a family who whose parents divorced, you, you gotta make sure that, that the elf on a shelf matches. Because that can create problems in for okay. some children. Yeah. So you gotta be yeah. careful about this. This is happening so, different elf. Wow. So, so, what is ACB Media doing with regard to the elf on on the well, shelf? It, 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 there's a um, it, there's a movie, isn't there? There's a movie on it, and I forget it. It's um, something about fox foxes, um, fox pets is is the, is the name of it. And um, it was a uh, it's an animated thing that was described audio described. So it's audio described. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And by Mr. Joel Snyder. And uh, so that comes on for, I think, about 20 minutes. And we do Rory. And then Santa comes, comes, comes in on his sleigh. And uh, we'll be taking calls from kids and all that kind of cool stuff. So, And, and what time is this on Friday? At 3 o'clock on Friday. I have a, I have a question for, uh, for, for the budget committee. Did they, did they make sure to increase the budget for that this year? Because... You know, I was on the budget committee, and with the inflation and everything, 
it probably cost a little more for Santa to come, right? <laughs> He's doing it out of his generos- the generosity. Is that, is that of what Santa. it is? Okay. Yeah. I'm just checking because, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's probably a, a North member, Pole grant. It's a North Pole grant. Yeah. I got to be accountable to the budget. So I'm just, just cross checking. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. It's, just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an Arctic special. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what Santa's nationality is, by the way? He's North Polish. Or Polish. Oh, 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 that makes sense, boy. Brian. Oh, boy. That might get us in trouble. Luckily, we're not Russian to find out. <laughs> oh. That was a turkey of a response. Oh, my gosh. Response. Where's oh, that was good. That was yeah. good. Yeah. That was yeah. good. It was a sort of a Swedish joke. <laughs> Does this happen oh, every time you bring guests on? <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the igloo. <laughs> All right, so Brian, do you have any questions for these guys on on what's going on with ACB Media? And because after that, we're going to open it up and see whether any folks have questions or comments. Let me think. Do I have some questions? Hmm. Hmm. Um. What do a crisp? What do tree ornaments do for fun? Hang around. Thank you. Good they job. branch she, out. She knows these things. <laughs> yeah. They branch out. Yeah, they do. Information. Mm-hmm. So, generally speaking, though, they're hooked on it's Christmas. Almost 24 7. They are hooked on community Christmas. And, I like yours, Jeff. Uh, please, <laughs> please, let's get to the hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, please, please. please. But make sure they have mittens on. We're losing control here. <laughs> are you ready? Did we, we ever have, have it? it? Yeah, I was going to say, no. not that we ever had it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're ready, Mary. Okay, you have Colby. Hey, Colby. Hello, I just popped on. I know Cindy talked about community at thon and everything and just wanted to also invite everybody to, uh, if you want to bring any content to community, we certainly welcome it. There's infinite room at the table and uh, come join us for community at thon. It's going to be a great time. So, so tell us in a different voice, Miss Colby, when when is it going to happen? Uh, the communityathon will be yeah. on New Year's Eve, uh, from three p.m. to three a.m. Eastern time. So it is a packed uh, twelve hours um, of just people sharing how community has impacted their lives and um, just all of the different content that you'll find on community, and uh, it's. Lots of fun. That is so cool. And I cannot tell, tell you guys, if you don't already know it, how, how nice Cindy and Colby have been to Tuesday Topics. They, they have done an excellent job of condensing what, what I send and, and getting it out in a very appropriate way. So I want to take this opportunity to thank both of you guys for, for being as understanding and as, as wonderful to Tuesday Topics as you guys have been. Well, we're, it's our it. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and Colby, it is so good to hear you on. Oh, you. stop, Brian. Paul, Paul, get, get the announcements out on time for heaven's sake. Anyway, <laughs> I, they're, they're always out by. They're, they're generally out by Thursday morning, very early. But they are sometimes not out by Wednesday night. Generally, <laughs> yes. He has gotten he, oh, better, he has. hasn't he, Colby? I have he gotten has. better. Yeah. He has. Got- he has gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> 
we'll see if I'm nice to you guys. Again. So I will say this. I want to. I want to say really quickly that um, when we started community, it was two events that first week, and uh, we are now averaging about a hundred events a week. This year, we've averaged four hundred plus calls every month, which uh, last year four hundred was a. Uh, like, wow, we hit 400, I think, one time last year. This year, every month, we've had over 400 calls. Yep. So, just, it's pretty wild. And Colby, that means Colby's doing a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there are lots of guys who questioned whether Tuesday topics would survive. But I want to tell you guys, just as community has grown, yep. this is episode 110 of Tuesday Topics. There you go. And we are glad that you're part of community. Absolutely. Well, thank you. So, yeah. And yeah, and 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 we are glad the community's part of us. Yay! Yay! Yeah. That's so that's like very a sugar cool. Cookie with extra sugar. Yeah. That's well, right. Well, I want to know where are my cookies, there, Brian? I've been waiting for about um, you know, a few years now. I feel like sometime I'm going to get a surprise package and enjoy uh, some of your cookies. You. You. you, you. I left him speechless. Got him stammering and stuttering. John, I think there's there's got to be even exchange here. Rum well, balls for cookies. Yes. Well, I would I I would send him rum balls if he'd send me cookies. So you guys all heard it here. So Brian anyway. asked the question: Did 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 uh, John share the cookies that he won at the auction with me? And the reason it actually did happen is because I would made sure I picked up the box first. <laughs> Good going. Yeah, that did was a smart a, move. Did he have a blood sugar like? Uh, like no, we, we each ate one because they they were pretty rich, but they are awfully, awfully good. They are. All right. Uh, they are terrific. I had some of Brian's cookies way back as far as 2010, and, and I still remember that. And that so. was yesterday. That was yesterday. <laughs> yes, exactly like right. Brain. Yeah, uh, exactly right. Marianne, do we have anybody yes, else waiting? Jewel. With Jewel has her hand raised. Hey, Jewel. Hello. You may unmute, Jewel. We would like you to, and you can tell us what kind of Jewel <laughs> yeah. you are. There she is. Hey, Hi. Jewel. Hi. Oh, hang on. Echo stop. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, jeez. Um. Okay. Sorry about that. Um. So first of all, you were talking about Elf on a Shelf. Um, so how did the little elf stop eating Christmas cookies? Uh, I don't know. How? He learned about elf control. He'll <laughs> probably need a little bit of, huh? <laughs> this is, these Christmas riddles are, so, are, are, are out of control. But Jewel, <laughs> I, did, I did have a question. Please, Could you remind me um, of was it? I was gonna shoot. Now I forgot which one I was specifically asking about. Um, could you remind me a little bit of the holiday schedule very briefly? I can't remember which one I was specifically asking about. Are you on the? Are you on the ACB oh, media the announcement? Christmas tree lighting. That's what it was. Uh, the Christmas oh, okay. tree okay. lighting is going to be at six p.m. on Christmas Eve. Okay, and it will be also on ACB Media Five and in Clubhouse as well. Awesome! And can we have, if there is time, more than one ornament? Likely only one. Uh, okay. Typically one, and we'll go in order. And with Clubhouse, I think we'll probably yeah. But if you have 
if you have more than one, be short with each and say why yeah, you had to have they, two, right? So yeah, they yeah. would be very short. They're memorial ornaments. Okay, so. there you go. Yep, and it really it it those are very special when people do that with the memorial uh, ornaments. So you can design it in your own mind. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. So six p.m. Christmas Eve for the Christmas yes. tree lighting. Eastern, six yes. p.m. Eastern time, mm-hmm. and that will be on ACB Media Five, and presumably the Zoom link will be in in the, the daily schedule. Daily schedule, uh-huh. along with the Clubhouse link. Yeah. Now, now, if there are still a couple of people who are listening to Tuesday Topics who are not currently subscribed to the community schedule, how can they do that? Yep, just drop an email to community at acb.org and we'll get you hooked up. So we send out an email each evening, usually around 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, for the next day schedule. It has all of the descriptions of the events, uh, three time zones listed, who sponsors the events, the Zoom information, whether it's on ACB Media, all that information. And then we always show the next day's events just the titles and times so yep. people can plan accordingly so. yeah it, it's it, it is really a very cool thing and and i keep promising myself to get on to get on to uh, to the daily schedule reading because i i understand that there's some that there's also some cool discussion that goes on there so there is it's a lot of fun and that's and also, at na- 9 a.m not- eastern right yeah 9 a.m eastern and colby was going to chime in what was that colby If you're not comfortable with using email, we do have a phone system that you can call into. And um, I pre-record the schedule information around once a week. So that information is not as up to date because we always have cancellations or changes or additions. But it is a good option for you. Um, And you can call 1-800-424-424. 8666 and you'll follow the prompts you can pick which day events you want to listen to and i always tell people if they're going to be using the phone system it's good to have something to jot down any meeting ids and passcodes that you might like to uh, to use for the meetings that you're interested in attending um and then the phone number that you'll use to dial in is the same for all of our zoom events but the meeting ids and passcodes will be different for each one. Um, so it's just helpful to have uh, your Victor Reader stream handy or a digital recorder or a way to jot down that information because sometimes I have to talk really fast <laughs> depending on, uh, usually, always, depending on how many events we have going on in a day. How much time How much time are you allowed on the, on the system per day? 12 minutes. Wow. Not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Not easy. Nope. <laughs> Not easy. Thank you, Colby. And that's exciting. So that's 1-800-424-8666. And then follow the prompts to get to the daily schedule element that you want. Um, And that is such a cool idea because we know there are some folks who can't get this information by email. And we're overjoyed that we're, in fact, creating a way of making that information easily available to all yeah. the folks who might and want to be involved. And we've been doing that involved. for a couple of years. Yes. Yep. We have, but I'm not, I'm not sure that lots of people know about it. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I always like to advertise it when I we can it. because I think it's yeah. pretty cool that me we're doing too. it. Yeah. Thanks, all right. Kirby. And any more... Yeah. Um, any more hands, dear no. one? Mm-mm. No more hands. All right. No. Oh, so 
Let me, I, I think I have a couple of questions about the 72 hours of Christmas that are planned, or a couple of requests, I suppose. Sure. Um, Email them to me, Paul. I will. Okay. Um, but um, some of the, some of the, uh, a lot of uh, old time radio that has been done that we don't get to hear very much in this country is stuff that was produced by the BBC. And I don't know if you guys in your libraries have any of their stuff, but if you do, I would love to hear some of it because okay, we do. Um, yeah, because we don't get a chance to hear some of it. They've done some really nice versions of uh, of a Christmas Carol, for instance, and they've they've also done oh a, a number of other uh, Charles Dickens Christmas stuff. Um, you know, the Christmas Carol was was one of six um, Christmas stories that he wrote. Um, and the BBC has done some of the others. So I don't know if they're out there, but okay, that, we'll, I think we'll that would we be can fun. Do. And um, yeah, there are, um, th- there are, there are loads of other things from, from old time radio in the U S but I'm sure you guys will have all of those. Um, so yeah, Very I'm, good. I'm looking forward to that. I think that's yeah. going to be a wonderful um treasure trove 72 hours of christmas that's that's yep. gonna we're, we're awesome. gonna try to not repeat what we're gonna try to do so we're gonna we'll see what we can do here yeah um, i'm i'm we'll excited see, we'll see how how, how uh, crazy we can get in scheduling this yeah, time. there's no way to re- we don't need to repeat there's i've got at least 500 different programs so there's no way yeah we just want to have more. a variety yeah uh, you know, yep. we'll, we'll talk about it yeah yeah okay thank you paul i appreciate you <clears throat> oh we we appreciate you guys. So we're gonna we're gonna do a very quick summary. So Jeff, talk about your stuff first. Um, that you're gonna do just a quick summary of 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 when and what. Sure. Okay. So uh, this week uh, we're already starting our Christmas programming on uh, ACB Media Three or Treasure Trove. Uh, tomorrow night or t- t- tonight uh, and throughout the day tomorrow we'll be hearing uh, a Christmas Carol and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. During the second and third hours of the, the four-hour treasure trove block, so that's one, five, and nine a.m. and p.m. Um, there's an email that went out to ACB Media announced that talks about this as well. So if you are on that, and if you're not, then you can subscribe to that on acblist.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Thursday night at seven p.m. Eastern time, we will do the Spanish version of that again, heard on ACB Media three, and then starting on. While well, starting at midnight Friday or the 23rd through Sunday, we will air 72 hours of Christmas on Charger Trove. So that's what's coming up, and uh, we're excited about it. Hope you'll tune in. Excellent. Miss Cindy. Yep. And uh, we have, of course, some programming that's scheduled tomorrow night with gift wrapping and just not feeling it on Thursday if you need some support. Karaoke both Friday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. We have the tree lighting on Saturday night and at 8 p.m. towards the night before Christmas. And then we have the community a thon from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern 
on New Year's Eve, which is just a huge celebration, a lot of fun, and also a fundraiser uh, to support community. And that's what we have going. And uh, just wishing you and uh, everyone a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you're celebrating. Happy Hanukkah to those that are celebrating. Uh, we're just so grateful to have uh, everyone participating. So. Cool. Miss Cindy, thank you so much for being on and telling us about what's going on. And if if ever there's something else Tuesday Topics can do, if you're doing something special, you know how to get in touch with us and we'd be glad to have you. Thank you. We'll keep that in mind. Appreciate that. And Colby, that. You, could, you can call us too, if, if, even if she does. It. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We appreciate it. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, you guys, and thank you thank so you. much for being here and for sharing Thanks. with us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. you. Boy, we've got lots to look forward to, you guys. This is exciting. That's right. I've I've got to go back upstairs and redo my schedule now. Yes. Got it's to pretty find scary. room for all of that, you know? Yeah. The, the 72 what hours. What would you put on their tree, on the tree? Yeah. We should go around and do that. Let's do that. Um, I think that um, <laughs> it's a it's an interesting question. Um, there there are two different kinds of ornaments that that I think about. One is ornaments, you know, kind of from my life, um, and and another are are ornaments to to acknowledge stuff. I mean, obviously, I would I would love to put an ornament on the tree that had Braille on it. And 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 the braille would would simply say something like, um, you know, Merry Christmas. Um, but just just having braille on my tree would would be very cool. And and then from my life when I was um, when I was growing up when when I moved to Canada at the age of seven, there was this huge Christmas tree that that sat in front of a picture window in the living room of our house in Calgary, and. The, the, the first year, there were these absolutely beautiful um, glass birds that had. Um, so the tails were made of glass, but they but they stuck out. So they they almost looked like brushes made of glass, mm. and and they were absolutely beautiful. Um, and and they were on the tree, and 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 so I, I'd sort of like to put them on the tree because. <laughs> My parents, who were both drunk at the time, thought it would be a great idea to shoot all of those birds, and so they all disappeared after the first year. <laughs> but it's still a, a cool image that you it is. describe and, and, of these right. ornaments, and and it, and it's and it was a wonderful memory. I mean, it was uh, it it was the first really amazingly tactile ornament that I can remember seeing, and and it was it it was just so beautiful to look at it's very sad to see it go away what would you put on such a tree marianne um i have um i love angels so um i have an angel from um, 1985 and it's um porcelain little it's tiny and um Mm -hmm. it plays music it plays um the first noel and i would probably put that on the tree um that's you know, something that I've had for a long time and so has meaning to me. And Larry? Uh, I didn't have time to go get it because you just asked the question. But 
I, I do have, um, and, and, and it's not really an ornament, but it certainly could be. I do have uh, sleigh bells that we used to put on Melinda's, my, my wife's guide dog's harness around Christmas time. Uh, and then when we had to put her down, um, we kept the sleigh bells and we put them on our front door around, uh, it was on a whole year round, but we, huh? but especially around Christmas time, whenever people opened or closed the front door, you heard the bells. And I would put those on the tree. Number one, it's nice because they're Christmas bells. Number two, they make noise. And since I can see some light, but not a lot of light, the bells make noise. So I always know where they are. So that's what I would do. That's cool. Rick, I may go get them. No, Rick had to leave. Yep. Rick, 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 has, Rick has gone to do um, something for RSVA. <clears throat> for RSVA. Um, right. But, 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 but we, we could see if, if um, some of our listeners want to tell us what ornaments they'd like to put on, on, on the tree. And may I and, say something, Paul? No. No, absolutely. Not. <laughs> He's going to put I'm a chocolate chip cookie yeah. on the tree. Just watch. See, yeah. see, I'm not. I'm at the end of the list. No matter what I do. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, that's it, because you arrive latest. That's why. Is that what it is? I think. Yeah, so we were here at one a.m. this morning, Brian. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, we. We've been in line for eleven hours. Absolutely, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Brian. I. I. I absolutely apologize for not what? giving you a chance <laughs> to talk about your ornaments. Please tell us. I saw the cutest ornaments that arrived in the mail today. Ah. Um, my family is very into Rice Krispie treats. You know, marshmallow Rice mm -hmm. Krispies yep, melted yep, yep. In, in, in a bar form. And yep. today my sister received a, a um, Rice Krispie gift box. You know, think of it, a metal box with a hinge uh, that looks like the old Rice Krispie cereal box. Yep. And a set of three ornaments named snap crackle and pop. and my sister has all kinds of joint problems we're trying to solve every time she stands up she snaps crackles and pops so, so cute it's it's a a fun uh yeah. cute yeah. layout i think and and pop is the oldest Pop actually in this it has a pitcher of milk in his hand, and uh, one of them has a spoon in his hand. I can't remember who. The third one has a strawberry. I don't know that I associate strawberries with with uh, Rice Krispies, but you know, could be wrong. I, I, I see. I, I, crackle should have an antenna. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of peanut brittle, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, do Steph, we have any hands I, I, up of other people? I don't know. It could be a could be a fastener. You know, close with snap. We do not have any hands up yet. Nobody wants what to talk about their people? ornaments. Yeah. Oh, where we go? From? There, they're popping up now. Yeah, we or snapping up. Yeah, Debbie. or popping up. Debbie or has raised. Or crackling up. And Debbie, you may unmute. Go ahead, Miss Debbie. Debbie. Hello, Debbie. Hi, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas to you, too, from Kentucky. Hey, Debbie. Yeah, it was great seeing you about a month ago. It was great being there. Thank you. Um, I have two quick ornaments. One would nice. be a mailbox that my grandmother made me. 
and it like a um, kind of like a uh, they used to do these little um, oh the plastic canvas uh, and um, filled it in and so it's mm-hmm. a mailbox and it has the year that it was made and I always put it towards the top of my tree so Santa can uh, distribute letters you know oh there nice yep and um, then uh, you were talking about Braille I ordered. Uh, I think last year I didn't get one uh, this year from uh, Laura Legendary, and it's a snowman, but it has Braille. It says Merry Christmas and Braille in the year. Well, I'm going to have to order me one of those for our tree. I wow, that's, that's exciting. I, that's excellent. I, that's excellent. I, I didn't know that Miss Laura Legendary had Braille Christmas ornaments. That's exciting. She does. Yeah, see, that's exciting. Debbie, thank you so much. We appreciate your telling us about those things. There you go. Excellent. Miss Marianne? Nora. Hey, Nora. You may unmute, Nora. Shazam, Nora. There you are. Hey, Nora. We can. Hi. Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. I have a nice little cloth. Kind of rounded cloth with a, I'm thinking of one that's very colored, with different colors, and it's got a door hang, they hang on the doorknob, and it's so cute. And it, uh, I actually did cover some pretty colors on it, and and it, I went there and put that on the Christmas tree. Well, that's excellent. You made that one in my 20s. Yep. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Thank, Thank you, you Miss Nora. Thank you You're for welcome. calling us. Yep. You are. Thank you. Miss mm-hmm. Marianne. Thank you. That's all. That's all. Very good. Right mm-hmm. End of ornaments. So <laughs> I, I was interested um, it, at, at the beginning of this call to hear that we are going to be doing a program tomorrow and, and check the daily schedule for the exact time on gift wrapping. I think it's 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. tomorrow evening. It's 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Thank you. Because I want to listen too. Yeah. I'm going to tune in. I absolutely am. Um, but but one of the one of the questions that I think I put in our things is is do we wrap presents or do we do we use gift bags or or, or how do we feel about that? Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know I was I was an absolutely atrocious gift wrapper, um, but I know of lots of blind people who are really good at it. I'm good um, at it. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. See? There, there are some people who are just amazing, and there are some of us uh, who, who spell klutz with a K and, <laughs> and, and, and wear it on our chests. Wrapped yeah. challenged. Yes, very much so. So, yes, Marianne, uh, what yes. is... The, the skill that I struggle at, uh, you know, there are those people who are very thrifty about their wrapping paper and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Well, I can't be thrifty because I Cutting either it, right? cut the paper too small this and is what I set do. that aside for a smaller present. <laughs> so what <laughs> I do... But it's so big that I have to tuck and twist and... So I measure it out. I put the thing that I'm um, like, get rolls. Well, you, you, yep. you know, if you're wrapping a lot of shirt boxes and stuff, you can get the sh- um, sheets of, of wrapping paper and they usually fit that kind of box perfectly. But what I generally do, because those are expensive, is I get rolls of wrapping paper. I roll it out to the correct size 
and I put a paper clip on each end of the roll so the paper stays where I put it. And then I have two hands to cut and follow the paper. So that's one of my tips for cutting. Excellent. Excellent. And you cut straight, so you cut straight. And, you know, and if it's a small, really small gift, then you have to, you know, cut to a certain point and then you have to come across and cut, you know. So, but I think paper clips are, are a big help. One of the things that I do is I take the rolls and I cut some of them in half as a roll. So I got, right. uh, yeah, you can do that. You know, and then kitchen you, shears. You, yeah. you mean so lengthwise? No, or crosswise. A crosswise. Okay. So it's two okay. halves. Oh, sorry, that's, that's, that, sorry, that's what I meant. Rolls. Crosswise. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Crosswise. And that so you way, cut through the, the whole things. roll? The whole Absolutely. roll? Absolutely. Right? You can yeah. do that with kitchen shears. Yes. So then your paper clips are really going to work perfectly because you have, you know, then you just put one on each end. Again, you roll it out to its size. You put a paper clip on each end. You cut it. You have two two hands with which to to guide yourself. What do you do if you have like these great big boxes, like you know, like a a box that's like like two feet by one foot, and so the the roll of paper is generally maybe. 18 inches or two feet across, but it's not more than that. It's not going to, so you may have to use, you may have to wrap the top and then wrap the bottom separately. See how scary that is. (laughs) (laughs) To me, one of the things that I, if the package is never going to show its bottom, Mm -hmm. right? So I might've bought something like a build it yourself, uh, tool bench or something, right? Big box. Then I wrap everything but the bottom. Uh, where I get stingy is I'm all for the peel and stick bows, uh, unless it's a expensive but small gift, and then I'll get fancy with ribbons and such whatnot. I'm also a big fan of those. Uh, they're an elastic ribbon. So you just kind of put them over opposite yeah, corners pretty. of a box. Yeah. That works really I nice. I never to learned to do the curly Q ribbon thing. I never learned uh, to do that. With the edge of a, of a pair of scissors. Yeah. Never learned to do that. And and I bought a whole bag of bows and was so upset that they were not peel and stick. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I have to tape them on. I couldn't believe it. We do have a hand. One year I was, I was gifted a... Uh, a Build your own bows kit. Oh my! And they had designs in there. You know, twist this this way, then turn it that way, and, wow. and it was all absolutely cool. And then it had a form of stapler. That I would I have a question. Does the, the does the does the build your own bows have a subwoofer? <laughs> <laughs> no, but are you looking for a, for a new job? <laughs> no. send your resume Um, to 1-800 yeah yeah. Uh, so yeah package wrapping I'm also I do a mix Uh, I have to admit that the first thing I think is is this going to be so awkward to wrap that I just as soon put it in a bag and my local uh, what would you call them big box store uh, Uh that sells lots of things last year had gift bags that were big enough to put two king-size pillows in wow 
Now that's nirvana, you ask me. Because yeah. trying to wrap a comforter or you know those kinds of things, forget it. I'm no, no way I'm getting there. No, no time soon. It also gives you some place to pop all the wrapping paper after everybody's uh, made a mess of the living room uh, in a single bag to take it out to the trash. Mm-hmm. So, Marion, did we have a wrapping hand? We do. Jeanette has her hand up. Hey. Hello. Hey there. You may unmute, Jeanette. I think that's Lynette Kersey. Is that correct? Sorry. I think. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you may unmute. And it's Nanette. Hello. It's Nanette. Nanette. Mm-hmm. My my jaws is really messing me up. It is Nanette. And Nanette, you may unmute. It's a lovely French name, you know? Mm -hmm. If you're used, well, if you got a name, it's not a phone she's calling in on. Well, she she can unmute. I'm not sure what's going on there. All right. Anyway. So, we we raised a whole bunch of we raised a whole bunch of questions. Um, one of them was: uh, Are there uh, is is there a particular thing you know you're getting that you're excited about? So we could go around with that one. I I don't I don't know of anything that I'm getting that I'm excited about because I don't know about anything I'm getting. So, uh, Mr. Brian, do you know of anything mm, you're getting? I'm I'm thinking. I know bits and pieces. I believe because I overheard that I'm getting a uh, set of ukulele lessons by Zoom. Ooh. So that, that I find exciting. Well, I, think, I, I, I think we all find it exciting because Brian was actually getting pretty good pre, pre-COVID. So by now he should be a, 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 an amazing ukulele player. I'm playing ukulele at tomorrow's Braille and Talking Book Library staff Christmas party, along with a a fiddler, a percussionist, and a keyboardist. How cool is that? That's very neat. We shall see. That's pretty exciting. So, yeah, that's the only Uh, one I know of. I know that my family has been given a list of things I can no longer clothing that I need replaced because it no longer fits the old guy. Yeah, and because he's so much smaller. That's the reason, yes. <laughs> Which exactly. is pretty exciting. Mr. Larry, do you know of anything that you're getting? That, that uh... Well, by osmosis, sort of. Uh, I didn't bid on the chocolate chip cookies, but I know I got at least two of them. So I was mm-hmm. excited about that. <laughs> Nice. I had to stretch there for a little bit, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there is a box that a friend gave to both John and I yesterday that is very big, very large, and you have to pick it up and put your arms underneath it because it is fragile. And he said, whatever's inside will break. And I said, well, what is it? Aren't you going to tell me? And there was an expletive deleted, and he said, are you kidding me? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> so my guess is we we been we talk a lot because he usually comes over and we eat dinner together on Tuesdays uh, at about the time this program ends in preparation huh? f- to go to sing. Uh, 
to perform. Nice. So um, he looked and he said, we have hard water here with regard to our dishwasher. And so a lot of the dishes that yep. have been there for a long time, their texture changes when you touch <laughs> them. And I have a feeling, but I don't know, that we might be in store for multiple Pyrex dishes or plates or cups or something because that would cool be is that? that is I think that's very cool. Yeah. I I love that's that. Excellent. Yeah. So I don't know that that's what it is and I didn't think to shake it because I like to do that sometimes because <laughs> would some, not be a good idea. It would not be a good idea. <laughs> right. It's it it's probably not something I would rush off to do no no so we'll see we'll see in a couple I, of days i i think your thoughtlessness was a good thing i, I think so too i'm very rarely thoughtfulness yes. thoughtless thoughtless <laughs> yes exactly miss <laughs> marianne how about you well i don't know what i'm getting but i do know something i've received my sisters went to sicily this year where my and they went to the town that my father was born in and um, my sister sent me for christmas a beautiful amazing um ceramic bowl that i won't even take out because of fear that it will get broken here mm -hmm. um, and i uh, it's it it has red blue and yellow flowers untold but it's also got some texture and it's just the most beautiful piece i'm, I'm just was so stunned by its beauty and it came from um, a street near the street where my father grew up um, from a ceramic shop. So it's very, very meaningful to me. How cool is that? Yeah. yeah. That is absolutely so, cool. so one of the things that I, that I usually get every year from, from uh, my eldest daughter is a new coffee cup every Christmas. And, and she really goes out and looks for um, coffee cups that are tactile. So she'll find coffee cups that have um, raised letters, like she got one that had that was a beautiful pottery coffee cup that had um, in raised letters "Dad," um, so that you could cool. you could you That's could cool. feel the dad very very carefully or very clearly. And then she brought a, a, another one from North Carolina when she was up there that said "Grandfather Mountain" on it in in um, letters you could read. So it was. Uh, very cool, and it, and again, an interesting shaped cup, so that these are these are these are not your ordinary kind of straight up and down mugs. And so, I, I always look forward to getting one of those over here because they're they're really pretty cool. So that's exciting. Um, so we we heard about one Christmas tradition that I knew nothing about, which is the elf on the shelf. Um, you know, when I was growing up, we all we we all did. Christmas stockings, mm -hmm. um, but you know, I, I I guess I've heard from some people that Christmas stockings aren't all the rage that they used to be, but I don't know. Um, well, I have on my mantle Christmas stockings mm -hmm. that uh, I purchased from uh, Jeff's wife. Nice uh, at one of the auctions, and it has each of my family's names on them in print and in braille. Nice. So that's kind of cool. I also got one for a cat and one for a dog um, because we have both in the house and yep. we get as much entertainment out of seeing them get excited about a new toy as we do any presents we get ourselves. 
Nice. So did uh, Larry, did you guys do Christmas stockings when you were growing up? We did. Uh, yeah. And and they always had neat things in them that you you would say, well, how, what what could be neat that would fit in a stocking? But there were always really cool things in there. And and it's funny. We also laid out we also uh, laid out milk and cookies for Santa Claus. And I never thought to ask my dad if he was full from his late night <laughs> snack. <laughs> but we did that every year. Nice, yeah. nice, Marianne. Yeah. Christmas no, stockings. We yeah. did not. No. We never had a fireplace, and uh, we never—not that I can recall—did we ever do stockings? I did them for, you know, for people in my family. You know, when I had my own family, I did stockings. We had we had Christmas stockings that that were actually often at at the end of the bed rather than downstairs. So it's interesting. It's you know. Um, Christmas, Christmas is, uh, is the traditions are just very different in, in that uh, the people have. <clears throat> do you do eggnogs at Christmas, Brian? Uh, Kim and I each have one glass, so we just buy a pint. <laughs> you know, it's as small a container you can can get. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried sugar-free. Trust me, it's not <laughs> worth it. It is truly not worth it. In, uh, in but tr- we do hot buttered rums instead. Oh, nice! In Trinidad, um, there was a, a Christmas tradition where what one served if if one were part of the <clears throat> the original kind of creole population in trinidad every christmas you served what was called pancha creme and that was essentially a, a, a an, an alcoholic drink that had some rum in it but also some liqueur and 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 it was very good and you generally served it at the same time or to people who came around to play a particular kind of music that actually was brought over by people who came from Venezuela. And this music is called parang. And generally, people would have guitars and ukuleles, Brian, think about that, mm-hmm. um, and and would, would go from house to house, sort of like Christmas caroling, but this time with Christmas parangs. And they, they would generally sing in Spanish rather than in English or in Creole. Which which is a, a French dialect that was spoken in Trinidad, but again, very 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 different from the traditions that we have here. Well, you know, uh, what's that song? Wassail, wassail, all over yes. the town. Yep. Mm-hmm. Our bowl it is green, and our ale it is brown, something like that. Yep. yep. <laughs> so the whole idea of going uh, house to house caroling frequently. Well, you were greeted with uh, something to keep you warm as you moved from house to house. RR. No, no surprise. No surprise yeah. that. Well, we have general- a problem in my house. It's called stocking bloat. Yes. See, a stocking, the stockings kept getting bigger till they were, shall we say, uh, unwieldy. Yeah. So now the stockings are hung by the chimney with care. And down at their toes, there's uh, recycled 
grocery bags, you know, the kind that are you can use over and over again. And <laughs> right. this person has their bag with a bow on it because <clears throat> it was doing the socks a real disservice to try to crap, try, try to shove all that stuff therein. Um, other Christmas traditions, um, Larry, that, that you'd like to talk about, or, or Marianne? Know, we used to do eggnog when I was much younger. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, I moved away. My mom, my parents passed away. And John, John after my wife died, because she never liked eggnog. So when John came to live with me, we said, let's, let's try eggnog, because we used to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was... Number one, I was disappointed because it was it was a pint and it was it was not bad, and I agree with Brian. The sugar free eggnog is just hideous. <laughs> but but then I looked at the calories associated with eggnog and I thought, you know, this just isn't worth it. I'll find another tradition. I have not found one yet, but it, I, we we stopped doing eggnog because to us we it, we didn't. It wasn't that we liked it. We just sort of drank it because that's what we used to do. But it wasn't good enough for us to continue it. So, still looking around. Yeah. Well, maybe, I, maybe I do Brian's like a cookies, cup of maybe. hot cocoa that time of yeah. year. Yeah, that's right? good. That's, that's, yeah. that's good. And I also do hot spiced cider. Uh, there you go. Non-alcoholic, but hot spiced no, cider. That's, that's good. That's good, too. We had a, a, a graduation dinner for um, my uh, one of my elder grandchildren who just graduated from the University of Florida in um, space engineering of all things uh-huh. and um, we had a, a lady who was was actually a doctor in in the Navy whose husband is a blacksmith interestingly enough who brought mold cider um, to this to, to this um, dinner, and it mm-hmm. was really quite excellent. You know, he heated up cider with um, with a number of spices in it. Really, is quite good. And I, I suspect your hot buttered rum would be something I would enjoy, Brian. Yep, yep. I, th- I thought of another one that is not yes quite Christmas, but years ago I loved it when my mom would buy these great. And they're not big anymore. These great big Hickory Farms boxes with summer sausage and cheese Mm -hmm. and crackers. And then, of course, after they all passed and such, we we got away from that a little bit. And and the goal for me now is not to cook at New Year's. Um, Nice. You deal with what you got in the freezer. And so for the last five or six years since John's been here, we buy Hickory Farms every year. Uh, That's excellent. And we eat it from time to time, you know, during that week, because with two guys, it doesn't last very long. But it's long enough so that it's just nice and it's a variety and it's something different. Mm-hmm. There you go. I, I'm with you there. So I've got a question. Yes. How many of you have either received or given a regifted Christmas gift? Well, define that so that so that I'm sure we understand it. Well, you were gifted something, which you then ah. decided, mm, you know, I'll give it to so and so. It's Christmas, whatever. That's what I mean by regifting. And and so it, it 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 does it have to be this year, or could it be something you got no, last year anything, and just never used? Anything. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think I I mean. 
uh, one of the one of the traditions that started in our house when um, when Gail was around is we had gift boxes or gift drawers where we had we had gifts that we would that that we would buy over time, which which we could kind of pull out and have ready whenever something came up. Yeah. And some of those were things that we were given for for Christmas. I, what was what was scarier is. Uh, and what is scarier is, is if you get something like we got, for instance, as a wedding present, we got this clock um, that, that, that was this extremely ugly looking, this guy is probably <laughs> listening now, but this extremely ugly looking little dog with a wind up clock in it. And, 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 and it, it, was, it was about as, as tasteless as old paper. <laughs> and, um, and we would, generally hide it away so that nobody could see it and then this person would be coming over and we'd have to rush take the stupid <laughs> dog out and put it somewhere <laughs> but it would have been something we would have happily re-gifted what we ended up doing i think is just leaving it in trinidad not bringing it oh, there you go you the leave the country so you can get rid of a gift Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. I never thought of that. <laughs> you I think that's movie. going to an extreme. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> just a little. Just a little. How about you, Marianne? No, I don't think I've ever regifted. Um, I've given stuff away. Like I've said, you know, this isn't really for me. Would you like to have it? Like, but I've never. I don't think I've ever passed it off as a gift. I can't remember ever doing it anyway. We do it. We, I mean, there are some Christmases where, 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 when, when you get a gift in in a gift exchange, um, you can decide you don't want it and put it back in the pile right, or exchange right. it for another one. Right. Yep. And it can we be call stolen. That a Yankee swap. It can be right. stolen, yeah. and the problem is with those kinds of gifts, they never are. Yeah. 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 But I've done what you've done, Paul. I've bought extras and kept them around just in case, right. you know, um, like that. Right, and that that's a cool thing to do because you never know when you when you're going to suddenly need a need need a present, and, right. and, and you don't want to you don't want to spend a lot of money, but you want to have something that right. that's respectable that you can give away. So, right. yeah. Well, I I think that when I got married, we had a lot of wedding gifts, right. and in tr instead of trying to exchange when we had duplicates because we had duplicates, they went in the Regifting closet. Oh, ah. and uh, but we were very careful to put a label on each one, saying who gave it to us originally. <laughs> oh, that was smart. <laughs> you you do, you yeah, do not want to get into regifting if uh, you don't know who gave it to you in the first. Place. No, no, not a good thing. Not a good thing. <laughs> uh, this whole idea of the Yankee swap, and we did one in my chapter Christmas party a couple of days ago. And I think back on the year that, and, you know, they said a, a dollar amount, you know, it's not supposed to be more than $10, $15, whatever. Uh, and when it came to my time, and I was uh, number two, so that's the worst number to get. It and is. My gift that I picked out was, turned out to be a plastic, uh, what would you call it, a bathroom glass. Kind of thing, right? A couple things okay. on the back of the thing. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it was defective. 
<laughs> and it still had the price tag on it, 69 oh, cents. my. So, <laughs> so, yeah. But this one, I got a wonderful gift. Uh, and it was a solar power bank. Mm. Um, so I can put it on the windowsill in a light and it recharges itself and charges whatever I've got attached to it. Uh, so How that, cool is that, that was cool. But so, you know, if you attend enough of these things, eventually it comes around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. The number one past gift this year was surprise, a box of Brian and Leslie. That's my sister prepared banana bread, cookies, party mix, that kind of stuff. That was the number one traded around. Oh, I bet. Item. We just did a potluck with Bible study people and, 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 and there were some there weren't any gifted bags in there because we were and the same thing is true with my family in Secret Santa. We always go to somewhere and buy it, whether it be Amazon or something. But I've got some regifted things and they generally were pretty good. I still have wedding gifts by the way. There is still yeah. after twenty years there are a few still sitting in the garage. But, but because I did, you know, I already got everything, you know, already. And what do you yeah, do? Uh -huh. I had four crock pots and we took two back. And after about 10 years, one broke. And so I just went to the garage and got another one. And it worked to out fine. Store. Yeah, you could do that too. But this this last one, I mean, we had all kinds of gifts. And there, there was a bag, one of those 50, bag full of 54 small individual chips that you could buy. Which was kind of interesting. There was also a, a 500 uh, piece puzzle. Oh, that's nice. Which I won and promptly got rid of real quick because I, I was not going to be able puzzle. to do with that. Uh -oh. I've tried. Oh, boy, have I tried. And it just doesn't work for me. So somebody wanted to steal it. And I said, here you go. <laughs> and I don't remember what I took. I got something. I might have. I can't remember what it was. But it, so, those are always fun, though. Though it wouldn't yeah. matter what you, you know, if you don't take it seriously and you're just there to have fun, that's what it's all about. But so many people get exactly. bent out of shape when they don't win something that they've had their eye on, and somebody gets it. I, I'm there to have fun, and it makes now, it a little our rule easier. one is if if you get a food gift, you may not begin eating eating it <laughs> in front of people. Okay, no. that's rule number one. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a if you get a scratch well, ticket or something like that. No scratching until <laughs> the party's over. And and but but particularly with the with the eating stuff, you don't want to, especially if the food's worth having. Yeah. You don't want to eat it during the party anyway, because too many people are going to take it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, it could be gone before they get to drink. It could. That's correct. Exactly. So I was going to steal this from you, but it looks like I'm too late. <laughs> so there were some questions that I raised at the at, as part of the Tuesday Topics download, and I'm going to read through a few of them just so that we can be thinking about them, and then we can open it up for the last little while, perhaps, and see if some other people would like to answer them so how do you shop do you need more help with christmas now or less than you did a few years ago uh, are there some new gadgets or games or devices that you've heard about this year that uh, you'd like to tell us about um 
And then we, I went on to talk a little bit about the ACB radio stuff. So those are sort of, sort of the leftover questions that are that are still out there. So are there are there new gadgets that that you think people need to know about, Mr. Brian? Because you're you're our gadget guru. You know more about technology than the rest of us put together. I'm I'm referred to in my household as the guy nobody has trouble buying something for. <laughs> uh, and it's true. I'm interested in all of it. Uh, I have to say that um, right now I'm all into actually looking at the things I've received in previous years and actually starting to use them. So I have nice. my uh, pasta making machine uh, out on the counter uh, nice. making pasta. And I have um, my family wanted to get me something, but I have no place to put it. Have you ever heard of a June oven? No. It's a table or a countertop oven that is a replacement for your air fryer, your toaster oven, your microwave oven, uh, and a number of other things. It is a smart oven in that if you were to take and place a corn muffin in it, for example, just want to take the chill off. You put it in there, it looks and detects that it's a corn muffin. Wow. And so it does, uh, if you will, uh, you know, like, like you can do with some other devices where you point it at something and it tries to figure out what it is. Well, mm -hmm. the oven does that and sets it to the right time. Uh, and it's all operated off controls with your smartphone. So you can do anything without having to worry about things. You know, it's hard to buy a stove these days uh, right. that, that the controls are all accessible. Uh, and there are always features that you can't use, like the oven timer uh, is impossible to use. Uh, time bake, that kind of thing. Oh, so I, no, I, no new I, gadgets. Yeah. I, I, Mikey has, uh, has an oven that, that, that he... Uh, it thinks is wonderful, and uh, and at some point we'll do a, a Tuesday topics maybe on on kitchen stuff because I think that might be fun, and Mikey will come on. He will tell you that what what he likes about this one, it, and it's interesting, is that they have you can buy products that go with this oven that oh, have absolutely. essentially QR codes on them. So that when you put them in the oven, the oven automatically knows what it's cooking, and and even if it has to do a kind of a multi, uh, a multi cooking operation where it cooks at one temperature for a while and then another temperature for a while and on and on, um, it knows exactly what to do. And and and, it, and when it says it's ready, it's ready. Just, Absolutely, um, and that that's similar to this one. But this one, yeah. you can certainly buy products from them. But it goes beyond that so that you can indicate off a list on your smartphone or ask it what this is and then say yes and, and move on with it. So I think, I think that's got some potential. Unfortunately, I don't have enough countertop space to put such yeah. a thing at this point. So is it easier for blind people to shop now than it used to be or is it, or is it still pretty hard? I find it easier. You know, yep. Amazon and QVC, I think, have made it, you know, much easier. Just, um, I don't find I need to go out as much to the stores. I do. I do some of it. I have a, a personal assistant that I have once every other week. 
So mm -hmm. I'll do a few things, but I don't find that I need to go out as much. In fact, I went to the mall with some friends on Saturday afternoon and hated it. It was so crowded and so yep. hot. And, and so noisy. This is why I don't go to malls. I haven't yeah. been, in fact, to a mall in about four years. I, we mm -hmm. go to outdoor, you know, Florida, here in Fort Myers area, there is only actually one indoor mall. The rest of them are all outdoors. Right. But anyhow, and, and I think that's becoming more and more common now. The indoor malls seem to be going away. Right. Um, right. And, and that's not such a bad thing. Uh, Larry, are, being do you find shopping yeah. easier? Oh, I think it's much easier. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, for all the reasons Marianne mentioned in terms of being online, there are so many choices. And, and, and even so many choices where they will deliver food to you, uh, which was never the case before. Uh, but even if you go out, and I still do mm -hmm. because I like to walk around the stores, um, I will often have somebody from the store help me shop will go mm -hmm. up and down the aisles and I'll have a I'll have a list based on what I want because otherwise I'd go nuts buying stuff that I didn't plan on buying but even if there isn't anybody there I mean we've got I've got the Envision glasses we've got Ira we've yep. got yep. all oh, yep. kinds of help and you, all you have to do is point your camera or your phone or whatever at something. The, the problem there is their vision is much more limited when they're trying to help you because they're only looking through a camera. So there are problems with that. But by and large, they're nice problems to have. Right. I, I fully agree with you. There are a couple of things I absolutely refuse to purchase in an online environment. One is produce. Mm -hmm. Nobody picks out produce well, in my opinion. None of the shopping services, no matter what the store is, no matter what the service is, seem to have enough knowledge to know the difference or they're working against the clock. So I'd be willing to stand at where the uh, bell peppers are and find really nice ones with you know no soft spots or whatever. Yep. But they don't seem to be inclined with some, that investment. Some, some places are better than others. I I would agree with you that that none of the none of the traditional ones that that shop at at like the the major supermarkets do a really good job. Um, I, I have found that that one of the entities that started to deliver in Jacksonville, um, but actually doesn't have any stores here. They just have warehouses. It's a company called Kroger's. Actually, is the first place that overall does reasonably with with produce. I say that, and the last time um, we ordered bananas, and they sent some that are so green that they might perhaps be ready to eat by Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> yep. that's the kind of stuff that happens. That's the kind yep. of stuff that yep. happens. It's true. The other it's thing is, true. I I find that when I look for things that color matters, you know, mm -hmm. clothing and that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, first off, uh, I think sighted people have a real hard time saying what a color is. They do. Uh, having a vocabulary to do it very well. Um, so sometimes you're trying to create, if you will, an outfit, right? You want yep. the shirt to go with the pant, to go with the tie or whatever. And you really need to have the ability to hold them up against one another and you know have some uh people who understand whose opinions you trust as well whose yeah. opinions you trust absolutely yeah. absolutely now, 
So I, no. I'm a little leery. So that's one of the reasons why uh, I turn to uh, a sighted friend who I mm-hmm. take out to lunch and go shopping for clothes. Yep. So my wife, my wife Gail, had had a partial solution to that. Um, what what she said is every blind person ought to get their colors done. Um, and uh, Brian, you may remember how how big she was. Oh, she was stuff. spectacular. She was, um, and she was damn good at it. She was, but she said that you had to get your colors done. And and, and I went for my whole life until I had my colors done, thinking that I was kind of a spring, you know, with kind of mm-hmm. blues and grays and pastel colors. Not true. Um, it turns out I'm an autumn, and 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 the colors that I'm supposed to wear are are much softer colors like browns and <clears throat> other colors like that. But the point that I'm making is if you, if you have a set of your colors, you can take them with you when you shop. And that way, if you're buying clothes for yourself, um, you can say to folks, uh, did, are, are, are the colors that you're, that you're proposing um, in, in, this, in, in this list of colors? And of course, the other thing about doing your colors is, is if you are gonna, if you are gonna mark your clothes, and and Gail was was good enough to mark mine, you have about twenty five colors, and therefore you can use one letter from the alphabet for each of the colors, and therefore only use one space in Braille for for whatever the color is, and leave a couple of spaces to uh, to put stripes or polka dots or whatever. Um, so it was I, and very you look cool. so good in polka dots. I'm, I'm <laughs> really quite impressed. I, it, well, yeah, it's one of the reasons that I'm planning to go to prison so that I can dress for Where, success. Go to stripes, yeah, yeah. Just make sure the stripes go the right direction. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I I think that the the color thing is one. Well, the other thing that I did when I was a working stiff is I would go to a, a, a men's shop, mm-hmm. uh, pick out shirt, slacks, tie, and I left the shop with mm-hmm. knowing that those three went well together. But also, mm-hmm. and this one I find extremely frustrating, you know, people are different sizes, for heaven's sake. Yes. And for me, I've never been able to purchase a pair of pants that didn't need to be hemmed. Yep. And yep. I'm finding that uh, online sizing, Marianne, you probably have an opinion on this, online sizing. Who do they think they're fooling with some of these sizes? One guy's uh, you know, men's large is another person's triple X, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, wait a minute here. Or vice so versa, when you tried to buy a large that, that oh, yeah. you get and it's yep. uh, you know, made for a person who's a small. It's it's, yeah. um, it's yes. all over the map. And yep. we, we laughingly talk about, well, this this was properly sized if you're in the Philippines. So the key is <laughs> yeah. to find a brand that you know. That's what I do. That I have trust. a brand of jeans that I get online, and they're the only jeans that I will get anymore, pretty much. I shouldn't say that, but it's I know I can count on them. All right, so so we have questions about kind of shopping methods and 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 advantages and disadvantages for being blind folks and new gadgets that you might have discovered this year, and um, I, I think um, 
I think that uh, I'm talking for a few minutes to see if anybody wants to raise their hands to talk about any of those things. And if they do, we'll give them a chance to do that. Well, Debbie has had her hand up. I'm not sure if she's ready for this question or if it's something from before, but she's had I'm her hoping. hand up for a bit. Hello, Miss Debbie. Well, yes, I have several things. Uh, Good. One, um, I'm hoping for some money for Christmas so I can buy a new uh, laptop. Nice. Um, I, one of these days, I hope I'm not sure when, but uh, he probably won't be making them anymore. One of these days, I'm hoping to win some of Brian's cookies, but, you know, that probably won't happen. But anyway. Um, and yeah, they, get, do, they get to be pretty expensive in ACB do. auctions, don't they? They're they too do. expensive for me. I don't dare eat one myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, you were talking about wrapping gifts, and I was just actually wrapping a gift uh, while I was, you know. So I do wrap, I uh, I do wrap most of my gifts. Uh, I have done some gift bag stuff. It kind of depends on the gift. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as um, shopping, I think I wish we had more customers service people that spoke English, but uh, for the most part, I do think shopping. I I do most of my shopping online in fact uh we even do uh our groceries uh, mm-hmm. like through shipped or mm-hmm. um instacart um yep. we did we've started doing that several years my dad will still he's uh still uh able to drive uh my mom used to take me uh she's passed away but um mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so we do, you know, Uber Eats. Uh, we're real good at that. Uh, nice. We said, one, we said one day we're like, well, we're pretty lazy when you can order groceries and get food uh, all on the same day uh, and never leave your house. <laughs> that is pretty clever. <laughs> so, uh, but I think shopping has gotten easier, and most of mine, you know, Amazon is great. Um, they are. There's some other places that I get stuff from um Mm -hmm. but uh and yeah you were talking about clothes i do pretty well with ordering clothes for the most part but sometimes Mm -hmm. pants are one that's really tricky to you know Mm -hmm. to get the right length but um and let's see it's pretty easy to send to send those things back online though isn't it debbie i think i haven't had to do that a lot that's Um, excellent but um but uh, yeah, it is usually pretty uh, pretty easy to uh, to do that. Uh, but fortunately, I have not had to do that much. Have you heard about any cool new gadgets this year that that uh, that that you'd like to get if somebody give you one? Not really. Um, I um, I know they uh, they have. Um, there's a couple of stands and stuff that you can get like for your iPhone uh-huh. um, that I think my husband's hoping to get. Yeah. Um, those would be good. Some of them so, are cool because they, they, the stands actually enable you to, uh, or some of them that you can buy actually enable you to scan easily with your iPhone if you want to. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so have it, you know, uh, don't have a lot of, technology stuff uh that i'm hoping to get um i haven't really heard of any new uh gadgets lately i, I listened to a program today um and, and i don't have the all the information but uh 
um, if if people want to go to um, the, the BBC's website, there's a program called In Touch. And today they did um, an interview with a guy who was actually an American who, who has um, been working with video game manufacturers. So he talked about three or four video games that are out that are mainstream video games that are that are pretty accessible um, for folks who are blind and that are that are getting better and better. So yeah, that's if, one thing that I never I always wanted to learn how to, you know, wanted to play. My brothers had some of them, but mm -hmm. uh, never had enough vision to uh, play like the handheld mm -hmm. uh, stuff. Yep. Yeah, we're the we're the we're the council ones. One of the interesting things is that is that um, some of these games were actually made for the the video game consoles, and I thought that was pretty cool. So who knows? Um, maybe maybe sometime next year we'll 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 explore some of those and do a Tuesday topics about um, accessible games because that would be cool. I think, I think there there are beginning to be fewer and fewer of them. Miss Debbie, thank you so much. Um, anybody else, Miss Marion? We do not have anyone else. That's very sad. <coughs> so, I, Brian. You know, there was a time, Paul, when I think you looked forward to getting CDs. Yes. Correct? Yes. And that's almost vanishing now as something. So one of the things that online shopping has done is it made us, you know, give somebody an Amazon gift card or a, you know, a gift card to some thing where you can buy songs, buy the song or buy the album or whatever, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's our presents are either getting, either they're quite large because they're by definition got to be large to be useful at all, or quite small. There's an awful lot more envelopes being exchanged in order to make sure that it's useful uh, for somebody. I don't want to buy you an album. I want to give you a card so you can buy any album. That kind of a, an approach yeah. toward things. Yeah, that that that, that makes sense. I think um, I, the the trouble is that um, what I found is is that is that I, I don't even, for the most part, um, buy downloadable music anymore. Um, if, if, I want to, if I want to hear something, um, I, I simply tell one of the devices to play it. Right. So one of the things um, I think people could buy for one another is an annual subscription to a service. Oh yeah, like uh, a music service? Oh no yes, no question. Exactly. Or that, or to that expand. would be so yeah. much more valuable yeah. than than the old hard copy approach toward things. Yeah. And 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 the the, the, the cost isn't that great. And the same thing's true of of um of of, of some of the of, of some of the T V services that are beginning to have um, that are beginning to have a, a fair amount of audio description, you know the the traditional exactly. ones like like Disney Plus and and some of the others are 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 certainly worth considering. But there are new ones that are coming online <clears throat> every year, or places like Hulu, for instance, 
who have who have changed their whole model so that they they now in addition to having kind of streamed programming which is what they've always had they now actually have a whole segment that has live channels oh, absolutely and, absolutely and, and more and more entities are are doing this live channel stuff um but again i you know i i, I think your your um audiovisual program um uh, helps people to, to to know some of the stuff that's out there um but i think a lot of us don't know uh all of the all of the audio description options that are available that and and we should perhaps work to try to get some more information about those out there so, but Can i think I you're in? Cry sure. into my beard here for a moment. You may. One of the things that happened this year, and and I'm sure I'll recover eventually, is my family here, and understand I live with three women, have fallen in love with Hallmark Channel <laughs> rom com Christmas <laughs> movies. <laughs> And yeah. I, I, I feel like I've been force-fed Harlequin novels by the hour uh, in these movies. I, I can say, all right, three minutes to go. He's going to kiss her or he's, she's going to kiss him, mm-hmm. and all will be good in the West. Oh, they'll misinterpret something they thought they understood when they saw it, but it wasn't that way at all. Um, There'll be a child who's the number one concern of one of the people. Uh, it just—it's so formulaic uh, that we, you know we now get to the halfway point in the movie and challenge one another to get the uh, understand what the final twist in the story is going to be. But they're all uh, rom-com, you know, romance comedy, Christmas movies. Somebody said. Somebody said that somebody somebody released the Christmas Story two. Um, th- those of you who've been around forever, like I have, will remember that the the Christmas Story was <clears throat> this movie that was um, narrated by a, a guy called I've been trying to think of his name forever. I now have called Gene Shepherd, who used to do um, all kinds of uh, radio programs, and and this was uh, about his growing up as a, as a little kid and and it, it had what he wanted for christmas was a daisy air rifle if you guys remember mm-hmm. and, um, but so they've made it they've made a new version and i and i heard from several people who watched it and and it has been universally regarded as atrocious <laughs> oh that's usually the case with a second of iteration that was iconic, yes. especially something as iconic as the first, you know, the Christmas story, which, you know, I only watched, I have to admit, to having only seen the Christmas story two years ago. There you go. <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> yes, yes, for the first time. It's sort yeah. of cute. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, and, and there are some classics that I really do enjoy, you know. Miracle on forty whatever street thirty fourth thirty fourth street. Yeah. Then uh, I also sound of music enjoy sound of music. Though calling that a Christmas, I know, is I know, but that's when they play. I know. What about uh, um, what? A, what about it's a wonderful life? Is that a Christmas a movie? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, it is. That's but what's interesting there is we have 
two different audio-described versions of it. One that was audio-described in the the voicing was done by George H.W. Bush. Right. Yeah, Uh, that's the one I like. And I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. He does a very good Uh, job. I find it, though, again, because, you know, the Hallmark Channel is one of the networks that must produce audio description. The only reason they rose up to being one of the top five networks is because of the holiday viewers. Mm -hmm. The rest of the year, they're virtually, you know, they're down at 20th in the networks, that kind of thing. But they rise up because of this time of year. And this year, they proudly announced that they produced more than 30 new Christmas movies. <laughs> and my family's determined to watch every one of them. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't say quick Christmas, holiday ones. Last night, we watched um, Hanukkah on Rye. That's awesome. <laughs> that is really awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, and did my goodness what was it audio described oh absolutely absolutely this house we don't watch anything that isn't audio described and i did enjoy seeing some of the live things like the lighting of the tree at rockefeller center that was uh really quite good um and you know the uh oh we watched what was that one called the other night? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. And oh, that'd it was be fun. A, it was a mix of, it was kind of um, in honor of the, I can't remember what anniversary of it, but it was half live and half animated. So they popped back and forth from the animated version to live actors. Mm-hmm. Josh Groban played the part of the Beast. Oh wow! Uh, Shania Twain played the part of Mrs. Potts. Oh my! Um, that sounds and and again the singers wonderful live singers were excellent, excellent well, Josh uh, at what wonderful. they did. But it it made an all audio described. Wow! The the description that I enjoyed the most, strangely enough, and I don't usually is the description of the dance sequences. Uh, They had a set of live dancers. When I was a kid, I can't remember whether it was on the Lawrence Welk show or or, uh, Sing Along with Mitch or one of those things, uh, or it might have even been the Jackie Gleason show. They had a set of dancers that would not only uh, dance upright, but they'd lie on the floor in different patterns and they had a camera facing down on them so it was kind of like a human kaleidoscope kind of effect and they did that during this and the audio description was spectacular just spectacular what they were able to do in describing that so that's a holiday tradition i intend to repeat yeah that's a wonderful a wonderful yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know and now a number's Another number from the boys in the band. This one from a World War II. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, see, we are all dating ourselves here. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fun. It's fun. it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, the, I, I guess 
uh, I guess for me, um, uh, I, I like, I, I get tired of the, of the traditional Christmas music. So I like to try to find unusual Christmas music. And it, it's getting a, a, a little easier actually to do that. There is, um, there are now channels available on the internet that, that are very specific. So I have Sirius XM and they have a, a channel called Acoustic Christmas, which as you can imagine is the channel that I watch most of the time. Um, but it, it, it really has some, some quite nice songs. And, and I guess my second favorite channel is, is Country Christmas. But I love that one. Yep. Um, but I, oh, but I, there's a song they do I just can't bear anymore because I break out in sobs. Christmas shoes. Oh yeah, well, that, that was a good Christmas guest. Yeah, that was a good. Yep. That was a good movie, and and um, uh, as well, by the way, uh, oh, Christmas yeah. shoes yes. was a strangely enough a Hallmark movie, right? Right. It is. I know. I know. <laughs> but the song just oh, just tears me apart. Um, <laughs> um, Larry, you were going to oh, say I, something. Oh get, no, get I'm, I'm just agreeing. Second, I'm just agreeing that there's so many choices now for Christmas music, uh, and you don't even have to go into your library unless you really want to. There's so much out there. Same thing with movies. You could watch movies and listen to music 24 seven and beyond. Some because there's a lot out there. I looked yesterday at a listing of audio. Across. Yep, go ahead. No, no, go yesterday, ahead. I came on to a channel that was all Christmas reggae music. Oh my, yeah, my. Huh. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was fine. Was fine. I enjoyed um, it actually. I, I was going to say that I I looked at a listing of audio described Christmas movies yesterday, <clears throat> and I think I think that I counted 150 of them. Wow! Wow! Wouldn't be surprised. Nope. Um, I mean there there are more Christmas movies than there are. Uh, uh, any other kind, I think. It, uh, it's, it's quite amazing. Um, but it's also amazing that so many of them got audio described. And, you know, some of the, some of the old things are still holding up, like, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Charlie Brown's Christmas and uh, the, uh, the Grinch Who Stole Christmas, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. You know, one, this is one of those times where because we're talking a lot of, we'll call it legacy content. Yes, right? we are. It wasn't are. described as it was released. It's described no. after the fact. Yes. And a great deal of that is being text-to-speech audio described. Uh, in fact, I, a number of these Hallmark ones, I swear, are text-to-speech audio described. So there's not quite as much animation in the speaking of the audio description uh, as I would like. You know, if it's a chase scene, I want the person doing the audio description to sound like it's a chase scene they're describing, not the vehicle slid off the side of the road, <laughs> rolled over three times, and burst mm -hmm. into flames. No, no, no. That's not good enough. But it is really anyway. neat to have the shows that you watched as a child and had no idea what the heck was going on. Like the yes. things you find out uh, at when you've, when I first heard about audio description, I went back and watched all those 
things, Cinderella and the, you know, just all the things that I loved as a child, but didn't, you know, hadn't been described to me. And the things that I learned was, it was just the, one of the most wonderful experiences. I agree with you. I, so much fun. I, 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 every old movie I watch, I, you know, I want to pinch myself. I missed all of that. Yeah. I missed all that. My sister who cited watches a lot of TV and, and movies with me. And she says, you still aren't getting half of what's going on. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. And there's simply not enough time to describe every aspect of something. And that, that was true in the Beauty and the Beast. You know, the um, Be My Guest mm -hmm. sequence mm -hmm. where, you know, all of the uh, silverware and mm -hmm. plates and napkins and everything were all animated, right? And they're all moving at the same time. And they're, and you want them not so much to audio describe over the top of the music, which is, you know, it's a musical for heaven's sakes. So I don't want to have more description and not be able to hear the, the music at all. So it, it's difficult in that regard. But that's why God invented the hold button. <laughs> you know, stop. What just happened? You know, and then resume. Uh, so I'm I'm getting to hear an awful lot more about things with her in the room, though I get the storyline. I you know I get a bit and bits and pieces of this and that. I, I think one of the things that that we should that we should all at least celebrate at least to a degree is <clears throat> the fact that so many first line movies um, are a available with audio description, but b. Um, are getting to the point where we can watch them at home pretty quickly, mm -hmm. um, and and I think that's that also means that we have the opportunity for watching them with with sighted family and friends um, to go beyond just the audio description to get the other stuff that there just isn't enough time for um, on audio description tracks. And and, yeah. and it's it's an interesting question that we've that we've that we've not asked. Should should we in fact have um, audio audio description that actually pauses the movie if if audio descriptions being offered to, in order to catch up the audio description? Such a practice is common in educational right videos. Right. Right. There's not right. enough time while they're displaying this science experiment to describe everything that matters here. So it stops, finishes a description, and then resumes automatically during the playback. Uh, and I think there's some value to that. I, what I really think is more important is I think they should put a pre-show description. On. Uh, yeah, I think mm -hmm. that would be wonderful. <clears throat> that would make a big difference. So, so that some of the things that are true throughout the movie can be explained early so that you don't have to take up valuable time during the actual action to describe those things. You're at yep. 8.58, Paul. Right. Brian, you have 30 seconds to say what you'd like to um, to end our Christmas program. My answer is have a good holiday. Remember that um, most of what we receive while we appreciate it you get so much more out of giving than receiving 
Thank you, sir. Marianne? I just want to wish everybody a happy holiday, um, including Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas and and may it be a great 2023. And not sad to see 2022 leave this leave. Mm-hmm. Mr. Larry. Have a wonderful, merry, joyous Christmas and a happy new year. And we'll see you back here in just a couple of weeks. Absolutely. And I would I would join everybody else in saying that I hope that your that your holidays are filled with exactly what you'd like to have them filled with. Um, try a new drink this year. I always think that's mm. exciting. I got to tr- I got to try a new drink on Saturday, and I'll tell you guys about it next time. I heard about cool. a peppermint patty martini. That's what Ooh. I want to try. Ooh. Yeah. I think that sounds great. Good, so good next Tuesday, Tuesday topics will not happen. We decided to give the whole crew uh, one evening off. So we will be back on the first Tuesday of 2023. And we'll look forward to seeing all of you then. In the meantime, have a great holiday season and good night. Good night.